Baker's a uh, situation. Serious. Mrs. O'Dwyer was abducted. She is my everything, and those savages have got her. God knows what they're doing to her, and every second that we delay. You know who did this? I don't have a name. How many of them do you think there are? It won't matter. You have no chance against any number of them. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Wow, this is a very, <laughs> very casual <laughs> intro for us. Yeah, you know, whatever. You guys Usually know, what, we're it, really you know what it is at this point. Hey, we're back for the show. <laughs> um, today we are discussing 2015's Bone Tomahawk by S. Craig Zoller. 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 Yeah, super German. I yeah, guess? I think so. Weird. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a cool movie though. Oh yeah, I really like this it's movie. A very, it's a very weird take on a western. That's uh, the highest praise I can give to it is it took a... So the thing that I loved about this movie mm-hmm. was the fact that on it just felt so classic. It felt like such a classic 19, like 50s, 60s Western. But it had such a twist on but it. But then, yeah, and then he adds just this horror element to yeah. it. And I was just like, this is great. Because while I was watching it, I was almost like... Kind of like um, the hills have eyes, almost. Yeah, exactly. Like for the later half of the entire movie, yeah. even like the first five minutes, when like you see these weird Indian creatures, super Apaches, as I'll call them. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching? What am I in for?" <laughs> because this is not yeah. a normal. And I think he does a really, really good job on kind of setting the tone, mm-hmm. and then not. But then also, like, not fully preparing you for what you're going to see. Because yeah. you get the, the intro to this film is... A man being, like, uh, well, his, his neck being sliced. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, like, and then they show you, like, the, the uh, what do you want to... Cannibals. Yeah. And sh- they show like one because there's that weird but, ritual site. Yeah, and but he doesn't like show you like the super graphic. Like it's it, the, like the, the, I noticed how like the camera was like kind of far away. Yeah. So like you don't really get to see like what's going on. So he sets a tone where he's like, okay, this is this is like this the crazy shit mm-hmm. in the film, and then the rest of the movie almost entirely is just a classic western tale yeah until the until last like the last 30 minutes of it <laughs> and then it just turns into fucking batshit crazy <laughs> and i love 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 i don't know if anybody knows this so i feel like i kind of get have this reputation for rt films yeah and like you know like super like oh frank only likes <laughs> like you know right but i really really enjoy good old-fashioned gore mm-hmm. and do you? Oh, yeah. I love it. And I thought that the gore in this film was perfect. And I thought that it was extremely realistic. And yeah. it was very... I, I thought almost everything about this film was very realistic. Uh, and I just thought that the gore was done exceptionally well. Well, yeah, because they only show like bits and pieces of it for most of the movie. Up until, again, last, last. crazy 30 minutes yeah. of it. But they only show... like little snippets of it because even so later on when the the handler like goes to check the horses in the barn mm-hmm. you only see like a little bit and it's in the dark it's in so the you dark and it's shadowy yeah, yeah you so. can't really tell what's going yeah. on so uh if anybody's listening to this and you don't know what this film is about this movie is basically about a guy who uh his wife is a nurse Medic? or a doctor of yeah. some kind for like this old like western town 
And she, there's like this guy that comes into the town and the sheriff who is Kurt Russell kind of like, is like, Hey, uh, why are you in my town? Mm -hmm. And then a little like, you know, a little thing happens and the guy ends up going to jail and he ends up getting shot. So then they bring in the wife who is Patrick Wilson's wife. Yes. And we're going to go through all the actors and whatnot, but I just want to give you like the plot. And, uh, basically they're in the jail cell and they don't show you this, but Patrick Wilson's wife and there's like two other people, I think. Yeah. It's there's like, like a deputy guy. Yeah. And, and then like the prisoner, they all get taken by these cannibalistic Apache. cave people. Yeah. They're called troglodytes. Yeah. Which even so they have like a native American representative, like in yeah. the movie and they're just like, well, they're not one of our people. Yeah. Like there's some cannibal weirdos that like eat their own mothers exactly and man Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> do um, they eat their moms <laughs> um so and then i mean this is ba- this is basically a mission film yeah, so then it's, it's basically like kurt russell who's the sheriff of the town and he and and then uh, patrick wilson who his again is the uh his wife is the like the doctor of the town mm-hmm. him and then a, and then a select few others go out and they're traveling to go f- save Patrick Wilson's wife and the, the and the two other guys that she was with yeah and that's basically what the film is about and it's a mission it's a mission movie mm-hmm. uh and i think it's i thought it was great I yeah, enjoyed it, almost everything about this movie, honestly. It, it added a whole nother element to... Well, first, let me like run down the, the actors Please for do. us before we get like into everything. So, yeah. So, Kurt Russell is your main character. He plays Sheriff Frank. So, congratulations, Frank. Thank you're really you. moving up in the world. Thank you. <laughs> uh, By the way, you're under arrest. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You found my raccoon stash. <laughs> I've been having them sell illegal drugs for years. <laughs> So yeah, so you have Sheriff Frank, you have Patrick Wilson playing Arthur O'Dwyer, mm-hmm. you have Matthew Fox playing Bruder, who is this very gentleman-esque yeah, uh, character, honestly, all in white. I, I liked his character. I really liked his character a lot, and it surprised me because I really don't like him as an actor. Oh yeah, Matthew, I can't remember what else he I've was seen in, Matthew he, he Fox was, in. He but. was uh, in Lost, the TV show Lost. Oh really? And he was awful. Like, <laughs> he's so bad. My least favorite character. He got killed by the cloud monster. <laughs> yeah, and just trash. Like, yeah. I just did not like him at all, but he really uh, stepped up in this movie. Yeah, no, he, he, honestly. Was, he was a lot of fun. He's, and his character's got, like, a good background, like... We'll, we'll get into it once yeah. you're done. Yeah. So we have Richard Lincolns playing Chicory, who is the the deputy, who is my favorite character in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I knew that I, was going to happen. <laughs> I, fucking, knew, I knew. I absolutely love him it, in I this knew movie. when I was watching this, I was like, this is going to be Zach's favorite character. <laughs> I absolutely love so him. I, I have so many quotes from him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have Lily Simmons playing Sam O'Dwyer, who is the medic slash nurse of Patrick Wilson who gets captured. Right. And that's, that's really like the that's, core. that's your main You cast. got Sid uh from uh, what's his uh oh, yeah, all the yeah. Rob Zombie films. Yeah, yeah, he's in it for RIP. Yeah, he's in it for like 5 minutes and then you have um weirdly David Arquette, Arquette, David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> David Arquette is the robber slash I don't know what you would Whatever call Whatever you want to call yeah, him. Yeah, he's the one that gets shot. They're basically in the just foot. like a they're just like uh, thugs, I guess, yeah. is what you would call. I don't know what they would be called in Western terms. Well, but he ruined WCW, so what does it matter? <laughs> Winning the Weirdly world champion. Enough, Zach almost somehow met 
<laughs> Almost. <laughs> so where came, came to Zach's job. <laughs> so where Frank and I used to work, he came in because he was shooting a movie around us, and I was trying so hard to find him. <laughs> just so, just you could so tell I could him. Just so I could tell him with you winning the WCW <laughs> championship, you put the nail in the coffin of the Monday Night Wars. <laughs> I remember people walking around the store being like, uh, uh, David Arquette is here. And I was like, cool, just the most B-list actor, like whatever. <laughs> really <And> B? <laughs> You're going to give him that? <laughs> And uh, and I was like, whatever, cool. And then you came up to me, and you're like, you're like, Z- uh, you're like Frank, David Arquette's here. And I'm like, yeah, I heard. And you're like, I want to tell him that he ruined the WCW. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And then you went on this whole ramble about whatever. And I, I mean, was just like, okay, well, I hope you find him. And, <laughs> and I never found him. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't fully ruin WCW, but he definitely helped put an end to the company. <laughs> All right. Well, well, but, yeah. Before I ramble on about wrestling, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's where we are. Yeah. Do so, you think that... I'm, I'm sorry, but, like, did you think, fine. like, the very first shot, which is crazy with the guy getting his throat slit, mm-hmm. did you think that was Kurt Russell's character for a second? Because I thought it was. No, I didn't. I swore it was, because he looked exactly like him, like, beard, hair, everything. You know, not... I, not, uh, I didn't think that, but you know what I did think for a, mo- a moment was that... Uh, well, I was just thinking about it, because this movie came out in 2015 mm-hmm. and the hateful eight came out in 2015 which also has kurt russell in it mm-hmm. and they literally had the same exact mustache yeah and that same everything beard, just everything so i i think i guess he must have just been like bouncing back either bouncing in between sets <laughs> or immediately finished the hateful eight and then just went straight into this movie or finished this movie and then went straight into the hateful eight whatever it was yeah and was like i'm not shaving or cutting my hair for this <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and i don't know man what do you think was the better western between Hateful Eight and yeah. this, Hateful Eight. You think? I, I have yeah. a soft spot for Hateful Eight. Yeah. I think that's Quentin Tarantino's best film, in my opinion. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm going to throw it out there. Wow. But, I mean, <laughs> well, now with the new format, we could review it if we wanted to. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, just before, it was like, oh, we want to take four hours to do a podcast. No, we don't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I like Hateful Eight more, too. But... These movies, obviously, these films are very different. So, yes. whatever. Not these aren't even. A, this isn't a comparison. <laughs> I just, I just thought I was just thinking about it. Mm. Um, anyway, so yeah, I thought this movie was fantastic. I thought it was. A I lot highly of fun. recommend it. I think that uh, for sure. The my my only problem with it, honestly, is that I think in some aspects there's a little bit of a pacing problem. I think so too, because there's a lot of points in the movie where it's just kind of like them riding around and kind of setting up camp and just kind of not doing anything yeah which they could have kind of shortened it out a little bit yeah and then patrick wilson's character was a nice twist on the film but also kind of like put a damper on it at the same time for me in my opinion Mm -hmm. just with the fact of like his like he has a bullet wound through his leg so he's constantly got like a limp and he's got a crutch and he's still healing the wound so like it's basically infected while they're on this mission right and I don't know, like, it was just a weird thing where it's like, had you taken that out, it could have been relatively the same, but I guess they had to have it because he's the only one at the end that doesn't get captured. Right. And then that gives him enough time to kind of, like, get everybody. Yeah. But that leg I- is fucked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the end of the movie, that leg is coming off. Oh, yeah. They, well, they, they wanted to amputate it at, <laughs> I, I at one point. I thought they were going Yeah, I thought to. I was ready for it. I was like, let's do it. I was like, I, I want to see it. I want to see everything. As soon as he brought out the knife, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go. The next scene, he's going to wake up without a leg. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I, so, the one, pr- like, one praise that I really, really have for this movie is that I really like how... I really like how Zoller 
kind of made the crew very untraditional. Like they're not all very heroic, like manly yeah. men type. Only you only have Kurt Russell's character of Sheriff Frank, really. Well, and what's his name? And uh, Broody. Uh, oh, Bruder. Bruder. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. But, but definitely, like the deputy is just kind of like Chigurhs is kind of like so, there. So for you have Arthur, relief. right? You have a, Arthur who has this injured leg, mm-hmm. so he is you know slowing them down tremendously. Yeah. And they basically are trying to get there as fast as possible because they know that these people are cannibal cannibals, and they're like you know we we got to fucking get here. So, uh, but you know he's got his agenda because his wife is taken. So he's like I need to be on this fucking mission with you guys. You got Bruder whose family was killed by these na- by Native Americans, not these ones in particular. I don't think, but. His his, like I think they said his wife and his yeah his wife and his daughter and his were daughter murdered got murdered and so he's got this like agenda because he was also kind of into Arthur's them. wife <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah and then she like kind of like shut him down but he kind of feels bad because he he kind of is the he's kind of like one of the main reasons as to why his wife was even taken by these cannibals because he's the one that knocked on her door and then said hey we need you yeah, to come to this thing her. so he's got like this you know this kind of like weight on his shoulders but he's also a dick about it and he's like super yeah. cocky and whatever yeah because at first like you get that first interaction where he first goes to the door to escort her to the jail and you can hear like Arthur in the background just kind of be like hey don't you make a move on my wife yeah and, it almost comes off like playful. Yeah. But, but then later on, you, it comes up again, and then you get that sweet punch to the yeah, face. Yeah. And then he fucking like breaks his oh, leg. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, hear that snap, and you're like, oh, uh, look, there he goes. Um, and then you have Chicory, who's just an old man, <laughs> and he's just not that intelligent and just like, you know, he, he. And then you have Kurt Russell, who is probably, you know, the most well rounded, just mm-hmm. like down to earth, like one that is just. He's, he's an older gentleman who is a sheriff, and he's just like, he feels obligated to d- go and save these this crew be, yeah. b- because they are, morals exa- and, and, you know, he's the sheriff of the town, so he kind of, ha- he's obligated to go out and do this. So everybody has, like, their own different agenda, but yet they're all super untraditional, and they're not all, like, super... It's not like the Magnificent Seven, where Mm -hmm. they're all, like, you know, they all have, like, special talents. And I really... One thing that I noticed is that, like, a lot of them aren't, like, great shots. They don't have... They don't, don't, like, always hit their target on the first or the second shot, you know what I mean? He's the only one. He's the only one that's, like, you know, got, like, the one. But everybody else is kind of... Even even Kurt Russell. He doesn't, like, always... He doesn't always, like, you know... So, I thought that was, like, interesting. And I was like, okay, like, this is a much more realistic take Mm -hmm. on the type of men that that would be going out to go save... It's just, like, you know, like, average Joe's kind of going out to, to go save these people and I really appreciated that about the movie that they weren't super like unrealistically like oh they never miss a shot and you know the fastest bullets in the west (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like I really I really liked that I thought that was a really like cool change up Mm -hmm. uh go ahead you know what too like there was a really really cool shot that is probably my favorite shot in the movie where early on when they're all on their horses like riding out and you can kind of just see like there's this wide shot of all of them riding and they're almost in like a formation of a line and you see, like, Bruder, Chicory, and Arthur kind of, like, pass each other each at a certain point. But Kurt Russell's character is always in the main front of it. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like, that just really sat with me where I was like, okay, I like this. It it almost, like, subconsciously establishes 
that like, Sheriff Frank is the leader of it, and then the rest of them right. are just kind of like, <laughs> hey, good job, Frank. <laughs> and then the rest of them are just kind of like, each trying to one-up each other yeah. for some reason. Because Chicory has like a bit of an agenda where he wants to show that he's not just some dumb himself. old man. Yeah, but, although he is. <laughs> yeah, hilarious because he was supposed to go get the mayor, and the mayor's wife comes by, <laughs> and he's like, why did you not get my husband? And he's like, sorry, I'm old and I forgot. <laughs> How funny, though, was it when the mayor comes in and nobody even acknowledges oh, the yeah, mayor? Oh, yeah, I know. He's, he's just so short, He's too. so tiny, <laughs> and then he doesn't know how to spell the word that they say, and, and like they don't she even says to him she's like you know she's she's made, his wife is you know when this is like at the scene where they're all discussing that they're gonna go out and like go and and go out and uh, find these cannibals yeah and she's like why has nobody told my husband and then he like kurt i think it's, it's either is a brooder that walks up to him or walks up to her or is it kurt russell i think it's kurt russell it's that, yeah it's that, kurt russell. that like is talking to her then she's like she's like you have to talk to the mayor not me and then he doesn't even look at the mayor and he's still just directly making eye contact with her and just says what he has to say and then just walks past everybody so nobody respects this mayor like <laughs> nobody cares about him i thought that was really funny yeah that and like chicory, I, I just love too where it's like his horse too is like the shabbiest out of everybody. <laughs> they say they're like, that yeah, there's not like, a handsome horse. Exactly, <laughs> that is not a handsome horse. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then another thing that I really loved about this movie was uh, I thought the dialogue was actually really pretty engaging uh, for for the most part. I thought so too. Uh, I mean, I was I was into like everything that they were buying, pretty much. <laughs> I don't think that made sense. Yes, it did. Everything that they were buying. Everything that they were saying. <laughs> what, I was buying I was buying everything. Yeah, there, there we go. go. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I've been buying a lot of stock lately. <laughs> um, specifically, I think Kurt Russell's... I think Kurt, Kurt Russell's character is probably my favorite character. Well, yeah, Kurt Russell. He's the best. He's, he's so good. He's got the greatest head of hair in all of Hollywood. <laughs> I, for, I have a huge crush on Kurt Russell. For his age, too. Oh, my God. Really great head of and hair. And just like so most, handsome. Just so <laughs> handsome. Like, I just, I just, I love him. I, I'm his body, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I brought it to that place. Kurt Russell, the ass on that man. <laughs> um, but, like, specifically, uh, I, th- I thought he had, like, some funny, well, I guess this is more of uh, tipping the hat to director mm-hmm. because uh, Zoller, like, the, he, he, he is a writer. I guess he actually, apparently he's, like, a writer. I think he has, like, five or six books under his belt. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You know, another really high praise that I have to say is that this was his feature film. This was his debut. And I thought, like, for a debut feature film, I was like, wow, this is really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Like, the cinematography was fantastic in this movie. I really liked a lot of, like, the wide shots and the long shots that they did. beautiful. Even, too, like, that really nice shot when they're all kind of, like, when all their horses get taken. And Arthur ends up, like, a little bit further than everybody so he can get ahead. Mm -hmm. And he looks back, and then it comes into frame, like, how far away they are. Mm -hmm. It's a gorgeous shot. Yeah. Um, And I just, you know, for for a debut feature, I was like, wow, this is a great, great. And he's only got three movies under his belt. Mm -hmm. Another movie is called Brawl and Cell Block 99. And then the other one is his newest one called Dragged Across the Concrete. Mm -hmm. I think you might like Brawl in Cell Block 99 a lot. It sounds cool. It's like it's like a very grindhousey film. Um, but you don't you're not a huge fan of Vince Vaughn, right? So 
I like. Well, oh you, no, you, no. I, <laughs> not really. Almost a compliment, and then immediately shut it down. I like Wedding I Crashers. Like, no, no, no. Um, he was good in Wedding Crashers. Yeah, that's a that's a fun movie. Whatever. Wow. Uh, uh, but I so Zoller's writing I thought was really good, especially for Kurt, Kurt Russell. He has a couple like funny lines. One of which I thought was really good was when. Uh, when the when like the, the the bar the guy who like owns the saloon like knocks on his door in the morning, and Kurt Russell and his wife are in the kitchen making breakfast, mm-hmm. and the guy comes in and he's like, "Sheriff, you know we have something to discuss." And Kurt Russell just looks at him and he just goes, "What do you want? And why are you in my breakfast?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, that was, that was pretty his funny." His feet are in the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Please get out of my breakfast, sir. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was really good, man. I really I really yeah. appreciated the writing. What an, what a nice shot too of like when he's in his own like um, his station and like as he learns about the whole thing, he sees like the chair tipped over and he takes oh, it yeah. and like slams it. Yeah, standing. Yeah, that that was that was that was a little little uh, that was good. Yeah, that was a cool little shot. Um, and then well, another thing that I really really liked about this movie was uh, the sound design. Now, I don't know... For the, for the troglodytes? For, well, for everything. So just the sound design for everything in general. Like, I really, really appreciated how dry, I guess, would be the word that I would use for it. I, I don't I, I don't know how else to explain the sound. Like, this film sounds very dry. Like, when people get shot, it's very, like, clickety. Like, like the guns and the gunshots and, like, when they get hit, it's not, like, yeah. a wet, like, splattering noise. When bones break, like, it just sounds that's, – that's exactly what it sounds like. It's not, like – And I think in, adds, in other movies, it sounds very, like, wet, I guess would be. Like, like Tarantino, just yeah. to bring it back to him. I don't know why we're <laughs> – I don't know why. Because we but, always have to. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Tarantino's movies are very, like, wet, like, mm-hmm. with, with noise. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and this movie is very – quite the opposite, where it's very, very dry. And uh, and I think that it just works so well. And I thought like the action mm-hmm. and like when they finally get like to the to the the cave and all that, when they're like cutting people up and all that, I just everything like you just hear like the bones breaking and yeah. all that. And I was like, this is really, really, really great sound designs. And then yeah, what, what kind of like what you mentioned about the uh, the cannibals where yes. they have like that whistle thing that they do. Yeah, but it's that fucking it, that's cool. It's like connected into them. Yeah, so like, they they basically I guess they take it from animals. I have to assume that it comes from like an animal that probably. They, but there are different kinds because like there's one that's more of like a wolf, and then there's one that's more like a bear. Yeah, and then there's one that's more like kind of like a ram. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they basically like put it in their trachea. Yeah. And and then they can like blow air out of it, and and it makes this sound. And they basically use that to because commu- they don't have a language. It's established in the, in in the early that they don't have a that they don't have a language. So they basically just like use these noises to communicate with each other, and. Uh, the noises, man. I the, I kind of was like kind of iffy on one, what like the main guy, the main cannibal that has like that really loud, yeah, that piercing one. That one, I was like kind of like it, it almost sounds kind of unrealistic, but A little. at it, the same time, I was just I was like I don't care. Like yeah, I you think were into the movie. I was so into the movie, and, and I was just like this is fucking cool. Like yeah, I don't I'm trying I, to think of like what kind of animal it almost sounds. Yeah, like, I don't know. But. It's almost like an elephant, sorta, <laughs> but like. <laughs> It's weird. Don't even try. <laughs> I was gonna break the fucking mic doing it, but it, it kind of it almost sounded like a weird version of like a coyote howl too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's actually like the best way to describe it. It's almost like coyotes, mm-hmm. and but they're sick. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another piece too that I I want to add to this movie was there wasn't a lot of music throughout it no. too, which I think added a lot of drama to each movement that they were doing. Yeah. So like on on like the long treks where like especially too when they lose their horses and they're just kind of like walking. There's no music where you would expect like that. (laughs) But instead, like it's just silent and you can hear like their boots kind of just hitting the dirt. Yeah. And like, you can hear like Arthur kind of like wobbling a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. And I think that, really made it a lot more realistic as well instead of just having some type of music in the background for the sake of music. Yeah, and that's kind of like what this film, I think, really, uh, like where it excels is the realism of it Mm -hmm. because this movie almost feels anti-Hollywood where you're not, again, you don't have your, your traditional stereotypical characters that are like very heroic uh, the music is very sparse. The sound design is very dry. Uh, the the gore is like none other. Honestly, yeah, I, I mean, was like, wow, they really because like I mean, I know I've seen Cell Blo- uh, Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. I haven't seen Dragged Across the Concrete, but seeing Cell, uh, Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine. I know that he really likes his gore and that he doesn't pull away from the shots and he shows you everything. Uh, So I was kind of anticipating that as well. But I mean, this movie is disturbing. Yeah. This this is, this is literally like a Western with mixed with a horror film. Yeah. And I, I don't know if that's more of a negative or just like a twist on it for me. Cause like you mentioned, like there's this whole realistic side to the movie. Yeah. Where it's just like you said, average Joes. Like they're not your conventional like Western heroes. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have this weird kind of like almost supernatural force and like they're just they're doing such crazy shit. Even so, like when when you get to like the very cell and they kill Matthew, the other deputy. Yeah. Was it Matthew? Yeah, I oh, think it was Nick. It's, it might have been Nick. I think it's Nick. <laughs> oh, God. My notes. You're fired. Go home. I'm, fi- I'm doing this podcast alone. I'll finish this out. So, Zach, what'd you think of this? <laughs> Just quiet. Yeah. Well, that's a little fucked up, don't you think? <laughs> but... Yeah, like, when they killed Nick, I was just like, Jesus Christ, like, this is unhuman-like. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I, w- I would put that more of, like, a twist. I liked it, rather than I really negative. liked it a lot. Yeah, because it was just, like, it was an out-of-place thing in a realistic setting, but it made for a very dynamic villain yeah. for the movie. Yeah, and Because you understand, like, exactly how they function and how they hunt and, like, what they use in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And my God, is their fucking cave far up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they got a high cave. Actually, it was fun fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the cave that they use in the first Iron Man. Oh, really? That's the same set. Huh? Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I thought I saw troglodytes <laughs> in Iron Man. <laughs> They're just running around in Iron Man suit. <laughs> Weird how you have the same bars and everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I didn't feel, I, I feel kind of opposite towards you where I didn't feel like it was unrealistic for them. I thought they kind of seemed realistic, especially with the way that Zoller shot the action. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt very quick and abrupt. And again, kind of feeding into what I said about how it felt very anti-Hollywood, mm-hmm. where it wasn't like this super theatrical kind kind of uh 
you know, these, the, it wasn't like a very theatrical fight scene. You know what I mean? Like in any of them, I felt like it was ta- taken pretty realistically and pretty seriously where the a cannibal would show up and the character would, you know, uh, try and kill try them. to try to kill him. And he would, he, he, you know, he misses the first shot. He gets him the second shot in the chest. He just falls over and he dies and then it's over. Yeah. And there isn't like this long, it's not, you know, it's very like John Wick is like super Hollywood and very, very, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he hits every single shot and he'll use like a cup to kill someone. Exactly. Where this movie is, I think, taken much more seriously. And and I've, and I really bought the cannibals in this movie. I really, I I was really, really into it. I thought that like their weapons, I thought were really cool. Bone tomahawks. Bone tomahawks. (laughs) That's exactly what they were. Right. And my God, they're sharp for bones. Fucking A, man. Those things are serious. (laughs) Fucking A. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when did Russell Brand get it? <laughs> um, you know what, too? I want to add really quick before go you go on. Because I wrote into my notes. They're almost like the cannibals themselves are almost predator-like. Like, I got that vibe. Oh, especially, yeah. too, like when the one like drinks a little bit of the moonshine and then throws it in the fire and roars. Yeah. It, it reminded me very much of Predator. And almost Oh, you mean Predator like like the movie Predator. Yes. Oh, okay. What did you think I meant? I, I, I just thought you meant Predator like as Catch in a like Predator. <laughs> John Hansen comes out. <laughs> oh, troglodytes. Why don't you have a seat right over here? <laughs> Why don't we talk this out? <laughs> You said you want to eat his genitals. <laughs> I have the text messages right here. <laughs> You've actually been talking to an underage boy. How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I don't no, I just. Sometimes. I just I, I, <laughs> All right. That's comedy. All right. All right. Uh, No, I thought you meant like just like predator prey situation. Oh, no. Like alien predator. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that that was really it. Like it was just kind of like it was very similar to sound wise from back what we were talking about earlier. Oh, God. So please continue with the point that you were making. I forgot. It's gone. (laughs) I I have no idea. Oh, man. Um, Oh, man. So one thing that I did notice, and I don't know if you noticed this, Mm -hmm. but um, I thought it was really, I thought it was a really cool way of telling a story where, uh, A, I think the town, what was the town called? Do you remember that? It was called like Hope, like something Hope. And I was like, okay, that's kind of like funny because it's very opposite of what the film is about. I want to say it's like Hopewell, but I don't think I wrote it down actually. Well, not a big deal. It's something, Mm -hmm. it has something to do with hope and it's like very, uh, what do you call it? Like. Spiritual. <laughs> no, uh, I was gonna say like opposite of what the film like is. Like it's very dreadful. The movie, and um, god damn it, now I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, oh no. So what I was what I was saying was um. So the one thing that I noticed was when the movie first starts, not like the beginning 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 scene, but like when they're in the town and then when they first start their expedition. Um, it's very like green and the mountain, it's like very mountainous and like there's a lot of trees and all that. And then as the movie progresses, it gets very, like as they, it's kind of like as they get closer and closer to these cannibals, Mm -hmm. the, the set or the scenery, the landscape changes into like, it slowly kind of changes from this green lush uh, terrain to like this super rocky, 
dusty terrain. Very, very wasteland-esque. Yeah, exactly. And I thought that was a really great visual... I thought that was really great, like, visual storytelling, mm-hmm. where it's... The, the, the closer that they get to these people, it's just getting more and more bleak. Yeah. Which and, also begs the question of how fucking fast are these cannibals? Because it took them, like, three days to get to them, but it took all of, like, a night, basically, to get over and, like, grab her and then go. You know what I you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> no, but it seems like they fucking grab her and they're immediately back at their hut. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. You don't know because they, they don't you don't see them travel, so you don't really know how far they got. Oh, maybe they unlocked fast travel. Maybe they did. Mm. They just pressed X. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how fast travel works, oh, Frank. I don't know. Uh, you so yeah. have a beacon and then you can go from beacon to beacon. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a gamer. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was like something that I really, really liked. Though was like how how the landscape dramatically changed, and I was like, man, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, another just good little like visual touch. Yeah, it was really nice. Like, I mean, even so, like you really see it when they get like right outside of town and they stop for water, and that one little shot of like the pond, and you see like the greenery, but in the mountains you can see like it's all. Like, there's very few bushes mm-hmm. there, and yeah. it's more becoming, like, wasteland-like. Yeah. And then when they get straight to just, like, flat land, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing here. Uh, and I guess we really need to talk about the fucking ending. Yeah, like, we, we should. We, we need to we, we, <laughs> we we probably need, We need to discuss. Spoilers. Uh, the ending. Because, again, I think that he does a really, really great job, talking about Zoller here, about uh, with not really preparing you for what you're going to see. Can we see the can we talk about the flask in the stomach part first? So before Christ. we get there, okay. let's let's just discuss when when they when they first arri- when they finally arrive to camp, mm-hmm. to that camp and Bruder goes into the he goes in there and he's like, "Hey, I'm going to signal for you guys." Oh yeah. And and then they're like he's like, "If I'm not if you don't see my signal in 30 seconds, then uh like then get the fuck out of here basically." Mm-hmm. So he sends the signal basically it was just like throwing a rock down like this like alleyway that led back to uh What Kurt a weird Russell. little like caravan almost that they created too with like the animal skulls. Yeah, and- right. Um and you are rude. <laughs> I'm trying to do a fucking podcast here, Zach. I <laughs> don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> great. Now you got me doing it. <laughs> uh, so uh, when they when they finally get there, and then Kurt Russell and uh, well, I guess well, Kurt Frank well, and Frank. Chicory and then Bruder. Bruder, they're all together, and they're kind of like, okay, this is what we're gonna go do, blah 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 blah. And they're making their plan, and immediately you just get fucking shot. Yeah. Arrows come flying. Chicory gets Chicory gets the least, but Chicory catches shit. it in the head. Well, yeah, he gets a rock but it like in the head. it like ricochets off. No, I think it was an arrow, but it just like ricocheted off and like like he, sure it like it was a rock. really. I thought it was an arrow, and it just like skimmed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but whatever, he gets like fucking hit in the head. Uh, Bruder just gets. His hand cut off. His whole which is hand the worst. <laughs> fell off, and I didn't even realize until after the fact when they showed the hand like on the floor. Yeah, and and the so I thought that was great mm-hmm. because again, it's not super Hollywood where like he he like cuts to Bruder's arm and then like you just see like the the hand come off. It's something that if you weren't if you're not paying attention to after the fact that, that the whole thing is over and because again it's you don't he doesn't make it like a big deal yeah the most that it's kind of just, just laying there yeah. on the ground and you it's like not even like super in your face it's just kind of like on the floor so it's like oh 
that's his hand. He just <laughs> lost his hand. Yeah, because the only real point that you get to it is like when Bruder's like laying down and he's like, nah, this is where I'm going to stay. Just give me a stick of dynamite. And I was like, why? You don't want to come back? Like, you can make this. He's like, nah, I'm not going back as yeah. a disabled person. Yeah. And that's when I really like picked it up. I was like, oh shit, his hand's gone. His whole hand just got cut off. Uh, and Kurt Russell takes an arrow to like the arm. And yeah. He, like, he breaks go- it off too. And it's like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> and again, like they, the, uh, Zoller, the way he wrote this was these, these are not like untouchable heroes. These guys are not, you know, like just going in guns blazes and just killing all of them and then rescuing the woman and then leaving. Like these guys are getting fucked up. Yeah. Especially too, when they knock out Sheriff Frank, like yeah. the cannibals, yeah. where they stick like this long, like fucking, tr- well, not a tree, but like a branch into his mouth. Well, oh, no, it was a bone. It was a bone. Oh, it was like right. a skull of something. I don't know what it was, but it was something that had like a snout of some kind. Yeah. And yeah, and they like shove it into his mouth. They hit him in, they hit him in the head. They hit, uh, uh, what's Chicory? Chicory in the head. They knock them out. They're dragging them. And then Bruder, again, like, because Bruder almost has that heroic moment where he like lights his cigar yeah. and he's like, I'm just going to, you know, he's like, give me, he's like, give me the rifle and I'm going to take out as many as I can. That almost and might then, be the most Hollywood thing about this movie. But, he doesn't really do it. Be, be exactly. Because <laughs> fucking immediately, he, he doesn't get to kill anybody because immediately the dude just comes out, run. He, do, he does like the famous Derek Jeter, like he like runs <laughs> and, <laughs> and then throws it. And then he gets, he gets the bone tomahawk to the head and he's dead. Yeah. And I was like, that was great. Which in case you were wondering, it's 116 that he killed. Oh yeah. He kills 116. He's, he's killed 116 uh, Native, Native Americans, Americans yeah. which I don't know if you would really... I don't know if that's something that you should gloat about. I know, or. right? Like, it's not something to really be... Because he even puts it out, too. It was like, nah, I've killed women and children, too. <laughs> and it's like, you really shouldn't gloat about this. <laughs> uh, it was a different time. <laughs> 18th century. It was fine back then. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really, really great, Wed, the how, how, again, how anti-Hollywood this film was. It really was just... This movie, for me, was really like a breath of fresh air. Uh, it was cool. I thought it was great. Even too, like even I don't know if you caught it at first, but it took me a minute when the like when Kurt Russell and well, sorry, Sheriff Frank and Chicory are like in the uh, cell, mm-hmm. and they're trying to like break free to save Nick. Mm-hmm. One of them just like, oh yeah, they cut I, off his fucking fingers. Yeah, <laughs> like he has the tomahawk, and I thought it, he just banged at the bar to like make him stop, but he literally cut off like two of his fingers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit! Yeah, these guys don't fuck around. And, no, they do not. And then when they bring him into the cave, and then you you see what they're doing, and you realize the severity of the situation where yeah. they are eating them, mm-hmm. and they are ruthlessly just brutally murdering them in front of in front of the characters. Nick gets it bad. Like Man. he gets it. He and, gets scalped first. Yeah. And then they basically so, like turn him upside down. Yeah. So before we discuss okay. that. I just want to discuss like how, again, how realistic it seemed mm-hmm. because he's talking to Kurt Russell's character. He's talking to Frank, right? And he's, and he's just saying, uh, he's basically like giving him the rundown of like everything that happened. And they're just like, they're literally just stripping him. They're stripping him naked as, yeah. as he's doing that. And, and he's like crying and he, and I'm just like, my God, this is fucking sad. Yeah. And then they, and then they cut his, they cut his scalp off, mm-hmm. and then they shove it in his mouth. Yeah. And then they take like this, this like pike of some kind, and they shove that in his mouth, and they just like hit it in the back of his throat. So then so that's like, like lodged back there. Yeah. 
I was like, oh my god, this is brutal. Yeah. And then when they turn him upside down. They turn him upside down and I, what do they do? They cut so off his so, penis. So they first. basically they there's three there's three cannibals there and two of them are holding uh two of them are holding uh each ankle of him and then the other guy's got this really long like bone axe. It's much more than a tomahawk this mm-hmm. one. And they separate his legs. Super tomahawk? It's a super tomahawk. <laughs> and yeah, they basically just start chopping away at him. And they cut him. They cut him down the middle, basically. And then they get like he gets like three or four strikes on him, so they like break all the bones. And then the two guys on the sides just pulse opposite directions, and they just rip him in half. Yeah. And then the next scene, they're just eating him. Yeah. And I really liked how casual it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just like, like eating just a foot. Nonchalant. Like, like he's just eating a foot, but he's eating it just very just like. Yeah. <laughs> like just very he's like, like yeah. I'm done with this, so I'll throw it back in the fire. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this isn't very good, whatever. Uh, and I was like, man, this is fucking gruesome. Mm-hmm. And then, Kurt, yeah, the Kurt Russell gets his fingers cut off, and then they decide that they're gonna finally, you know, they're 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 like deciding on who they're gonna eat next. I thought the poison thing was a really clever idea. Yeah, with the opium. Yeah, I thought that was a really really clever idea. Uh, and then when when they finally like realize like that they got poisoned and they and they ended up killing one of the guys mm-hmm. and they're like all right we're just gonna fucking kill kurt russell next they when they pull kurt russell out kurt russell tries his hardest yeah but he's just an old man well he tries for like a punch to the face but it, like, he tackles nothing. one of them yeah. right he like he he like ba- he kind of just like bear hugs one of them to the ground and the other guy just gets on top yeah and just because the like, other one takes like the bunt end of the bone tomahawk and like hits him in the head uh, I think it's the rifle. I think he has the rifle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has, like, the Winchester repeater. And he just hits him right in the face, knocks him down, puts his, like, foot on his throat, and shoots him in the arm, I think, the first time. Yeah, he shoots him in the arm. Then they, like, lift up his shirt, and they take, like, the bone tomahawk and, like, just slice him open. What They slice him just a little bit, like, right in the side of the stomach. And then the flask that they had, they had thrown into the fire. And one of them just, with bare hands, just takes it, it out. <laughs> And shoves it into the wound. Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, he tries to shoot his dick off. Yeah. But it, he doesn't know how to reload the gun. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he's he's either out of bullets or like he didn't know how to reload it, so like nothing happens. And thank God, because that would have been a little much for me. <laughs> I don't think I could have handled that after. Uh, but then after he, Nick. But then he does learn how to yeah. how to reload it. And then while that's all happening, Arthur finally makes his way. Up to where you know the rest of the crew is. Yeah, because at that point and they set his leg and they kind of gave him like enough opium to kind of ease get the him pain. through the couple nights or whatever it was. Yeah. And he saves the day. He saves the fucking I day. Don't know how the fuck you made it up that hill though to get to the cave? Yeah, because they had to like drag him up. He fucking crawled. Yeah, yeah. which is insane. He had to crawl. <laughs> like he was crawling like most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and when he, when he get, I I thought again a very realistic take on him coming in and saving the day. Not super, like you know. Oh, here I am, blah blah blah, and just starts killing everybody. I mean, he does kill everybody, well, yeah. but it's again not super clean, not super like he he misses a, a lot of shots when he's shooting them. Uh, but they miss too because like when he's like just sleeping in the bushes, they miss an arrow to him. Yeah, because he's kind of like in like this trench. So I guess like it just wasn't like a great shot, and then he was also behind like bushes and stuff. So yeah. they probably just had a hard time getting to him but really cool he shot the bow in half yeah right yeah that was cool yeah and then very smart he uses the whistle 
to kind of lure them out because he knows that like, was he's, gruesome. Yeah, when he, he knows he's disabled. Ugh. Yeah, when he he shoots the one in the neck and then goes up and like finishes the job. Yeah. Cause man, <laughs> this movie doesn't pull any bunches. No, no. And then yeah, he basically rips the fucking the 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 thing that they use to call one another, mm-hmm. the little animal noise that they use. He rips it out of the guy's trachea, pulls it apart, puts it in his mouth, and then he's using it to like lure them out because again, that's how they like lure each other and like warn each other and or call each other and say, "Hey, like come over here, I need help, whatever." But I thought that was funny when he finally like gets to his wife and is like, "I don't want to kiss you. I don't know where that's been." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, and then they finally, he, he ends up getting up in there and up into like the cave where everybody is and they finish off a couple of them. And then I thought Kurt Russell had a great final line. Yes. Where, where he's he talking to Chicory. Chicory. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Because Chicory's wife, they explained that she died like, I, I guess like a year ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either way, like he's a widower and he says the perfect line to Chicory where he says, say goodbye to my wife, and I'll say hello to yours. Yeah, and because that, Kurt Russell knows he's going to die. Yeah. Uh, because basically the cannibal l- learned how to reload the gun and then shoots Kurt Russell like in the stomach. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, uh, Arthur finally gets up in there, he's like, hey, he's like, are you all right? And Kurt Russell's like, nope. He's like, are you going to make it? He's like, nope. He's <laughs> like, are you sure? He's like, yep. yep. <laughs> and he's, nope. like, just, he's like, just give me, give me the rifle and, you know, I'll take out as many as I can because they're going to, they're going to come here and, you know, whatever. And then everybody kind of, so then it's just, ba- it's just Chicory, Arthur and his wife, who is Samantha, right? Yeah. And they all leave. And yeah. then Kurt Russell, I thought, I thought it was really good where Kurt Russell, when they're all walking away, you hear Kurt Russell shooting off the rifle. Yeah. And as they, Chicory looks off at like the, the cave. Yeah. And there's, they said that there's like roughly three left. Mm-hmm. And there's three shots that go off, so you have to assume that Kurt Russell did end up getting all of them. Yeah. And then you have like the the really great thing where Chicory, because Chicory was like still nervous about le- uh, about like one of them popping out and attacking them while they were leaving. So he picks up like a big rock, mm-hmm. and then he throws the rock onto the ground because he realizes that Kurt Russell took care of him. Yeah, which was a very end, end Western movie. ending to the movie. Yeah, where he throws the rock and then. The shot focuses on where the rock landed, mm-hmm. and then it cuts. And then it cuts, yeah. It would have been even better, too, like, if it stayed on there, and it just had music, and it had, like, the credits rolling above it. Yeah, that, that, that would have been, been very Western. That would have been cool, yeah. Uh, so, I'm actually really glad that... We watched this? That we watched this movie, because, I again, I never saw this film. I knew who, uh, who Zoller was from Cell Block 99, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't... I don't. I, I really like Cell Block, Brawl and Cell Block Ninety Nine, but I just wasn't sure of these other two movies, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen them. And now I really, really <laughs> want to see Drad Across the Concrete mm-hmm. um, because that just looks insane. But yeah, I was very, very impressed from a debut feature film. I mean, I, and another little fun fact was that this he fucking made this movie in twenty one days. Filmed oh, it twenty one twenty one days. Jesus Christ! These all these fucking directors that we that, that we talk about. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're they always have like it's like a thirty day limit. Yeah, it's like. And they just make great movies. Yeah, we did that for Robert Eggers. We did that for the the brothers. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, these guys are just pumping out <laughs> movies, man. So, I mean, you got to think about telling a two-hour-long tale in 21 days, I, I would have to assume probably gives you maybe, maybe three takes. If that. For, for everything, you know? Like, it's basically like, get this shit right, because we don't have any time. I mean, they got a good cast for it. Yeah, and that's something else that really, like, impressed me was for a debut feature film, having such, re- like, big names. Like, mm-hmm. these, a lot of these people are not, like, bullshit actors. Yeah, like Kurt Russell, Richard Lincolns. Like, all these people are, like, you know... 
pretty significant in Hollywood. David Arquette. David Arquette. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Sid, yeah. Like, yeah. Sid, too. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he didn't, didn't, he didn't really do that much, like, towards the end, but, man, like, he's still a name. Yeah, exactly. So I was really impressed, man, and I thought that this was a really, really great uh, debut feature film from somebody who I think ha- has a very, very promising career mm-hmm. uh, going forward. Um, I agree. But I think that for sure, again, this m- movie isn't for everybody, <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, if you don't like gore or anything like that. If you don't like, like gore, and, and yeah, then it's definitely not going to be for you. And then you also got to realize that... Uh, if you don't like Sid Westerns. Re- Sid, Sid really... I mean, Sid. Now you got me saying Sid. Um, Zoller really uh, likes his dialogue. Mm-hmm. And he, he... It is very dialogue-driven. Yeah. Uh, and for me though, I, I love it. Yeah, I th- it was fine. I, I thought it was good. I really, really liked it. If you really think about it, like besides like all the gun shoots from like most Western movies, that's all it really is. Exactly, anyways. and that's again, that's really what made this movie f- so such a. You know, like I said, it, it was such like a breath of fresh air. I was like, wow, this really. They don't make movies like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Where where it just felt like such a classic 1950s Western. Yeah, and I'm not sure how well this movie did, but... I don't even was, know if this movie got a fucking theatrical release. I don't think so, because I didn't... I don't remember seeing, like, anything Anything, right? It. And it's... It, and nobody's talking about this movie, really. Like, honestly, I looked up... I was looking up, like, some reviews and stuff. There's, like... There's, like, 90 people who, like, wrote reviews uh, <laughs> for, like, Flickster and Rotten Tomato and, like, IMDb and all that. So... It's not a lot. Nobody, I don't think anybody like really knows what this movie is. Yeah. And I really feel like people should. I really, I really hope that eventually, I mean, this movie came out in 2015, so it's been out for four years, almost five years now. But I really hope that eventually this movie picks up some traction and kind of becomes considered like a cult classic or something for, for him because I really, I really just kind of hope that this movie finds its audience Yeah. because I really, really like this movie a lot and I think that it is really worth seeing and I think it's worth talking about and I'm really happy that I'm really happy that we really that we honestly started this podcast because I'm we see, got to see stuff I'm like see, this exactly and I'm seeing movies that I a I probably would not have because I, I remember seeing Bone Tomahawk like I remember seeing a blu-ray of it and I was like oh that looks kind of interesting but I just never I didn't, you know yeah. it's just one of those movies that you walk by and you never like actually watch so uh, actually deciding like no I want to I want to like see what this movie's about and discuss it uh, I'm really happy man like I'm I just I think that I think we're gonna I honestly think that in the future we're gonna be talking about a lot of like interesting films that yeah. we never saw uh, or or a lot of people just don't really know about I, I feel like the majority of the people that are listening to this all seven of you <laughs> <laughs> three of them are my mom <laughs> um, I really feel like none of you probably even heard of this movie. Yeah. I don't think you ever heard of this I movie. Didn't I, I don't until I, you brought it up. Yeah, and I don't think that you even like knew who Zoller was or is. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man. I'm glad that we started this, and I'm glad that we're like not just doing stereotypical like films, and we're actually like doing some independent movies and some movies that uh, that just don't have maybe the recognition that they should have. Yeah, because there's a lot out there that like are really unnoticed. But they're fucking gems. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like this is definitely a gem for yeah. me anyway. Yeah, this is a modern Western with a, a really cool twist to it. Yeah, exactly. And it's everything that I wanted. I yeah. thought it was great. I, thought <laughs> I really did. Uh, and I thought the cannibals looked really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, they I were thought awesome. they had like the bo- like the like the main guy had like the tusks, mm-hmm. like the bones coming out of his cheeks, and they almost they have basically like, like yeah, yeah, they, they like incorporate animals to themselves, and it really kind of plays a part of like who they are. Like they're very animalistic, yeah. right? They're they 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 are predators, and and they almost have like like it almost looks like ash 
uh, yeah. as their skin. Yeah. Or, very, or like even white. so, like, yeah, or even so, like, they just take the sand because they camouflage themselves as well. Yeah. And I was, man, I was like, this is fucking great. This is so cool. Yeah. The weapons, they had the, all, like, the little handmade weapons and all that. It was just, it was just, it was Yeah, so like, you good. understand how they function as a community. Exactly. But now they're all dead. Yeah. So. I'm glad we didn't talk about, like, the, the pregnant women, too. Yeah, that was a little, uh. That was a little much. That was a little much, honestly. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Out of everything that we've watched, <laughs> I, I could have done without that. <laughs> that was rough to see. But if you watch the movie, you'll, you'll see it. Yeah. Uh, it's like the last and, three minutes, and, and I'm glad that they didn't like make a big deal. Yeah, of it. they just and, do like, like a passing of it, and that's it. Yeah, which is appropriate. It's like okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I really didn't want to go too deep into that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, guys, I highly recommend Bone Tomahawk. Uh, if you like action movies, if you like horror films, and I think, and you like westerns, and I think uh, this is all all of them combined, and I think it's done very very well. Yeah, as uh, I said, like it's a modern take on a western, and it it, it works. Yeah, it just it works. Great. And that's it, guys. So yeah. uh, you know the deal. Yeah. Guys, thank you for listening. Frank, thank you. Now roll the credits.